deterred yeah, yeah. by obstacles. Yeah, In other words, I don't care what they looked at me like. Uh -huh. I don't care whether they greet me or not. I'm there for the word right. so that I can grow. That's right. Amen. Right. 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 Tenacity. Yes. Tenacious. Yes. Determined. Yes. Resolute. Dogged. Yes. Yes. Single-mindedness, yes. tiredness, yes, indefatigable. Yes. In other words, I, I, I will never get worn out no. pursuing the things of God. Thank you, uh, there are many things in life that can wear me down. There are many yeah. things in life that will tire me out. But I will be indefatigable yeah. when it comes to getting what God has for me. Yes, How many folk are, are feeling me? Oh, yeah. I, I'm talking about being relentless uh -huh. about what God has for your life. How many, How many folk are feeling me? Yeah. Now, I, I got to go back to the story for a moment. This story is interesting because although it starts out talking about a man who was paralyzed, mm -hmm. the, the reality is that the story is not so much about him yeah. mm -hmm. as it is about the faith yes. of his four friends. Mm -hmm. Because he couldn't do anything without their help. Mm -hmm. And they couldn't do anything without persistent faith. Yeah. Yeah. Do you hear what I'm saying to you? Yeah. Every now and then, family, we need to make sure that we have surrounded ourselves with folk who have persistent faith. Uh, when you're being dragged down by stuff going on in your life, and then you got friends or family members who are going to join in with you, you're already down. You're already seeing what can't be accomplished. You're already recognizing that I don't have the energy, the strength, the faith, the vision, the hope, the, the, the courage to take this on. You better not have friends and family around you with that same attitude. You've got to surround yourself with some folk who says, I hear you, but I can see what you can't see right now. Come on, we're going to get together, lock arms, get in unity, but we're going to get through this mess. Because God's got something awaiting you just on the other side. I don't know how many of you have ever uh, had the experience uh, of knowing you got to get somewhere. But it seemed like the longer you went, the further you had to go. And before long, you give up. I, I don't know. My, my wife and I have had this experience. Uh, we, we pull up to a restaurant. And, and, and the parking lot is filled with automobiles. Uh -huh. And we make a decision uh, momentarily and say, well, going to be a long wait here. Think we'll go look for somewhere else. Uh -huh. But we learned along the way. That's right. Don't judge by the cars in the parking lot. That's right. That's right. That's right. Because I pulled up and saw very few cars. But the wait was long. Uh -huh. I pulled up and seen many cars, walked inside, and they said, how long is the wait? Yeah. Oh, about 10, 15 minutes. <laughs> you mean to tell me you can't wait 10 or 15 minutes? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 
You cannot judge right. by what you see. That's, That's right. right. That's and right. every now and then you need somebody by your side who says, yeah, uh, I understand what you see, but I'm seeing beyond that. Yeah. Yeah. What's up? And so the actual sufferer himself is really not who the story is about. But it's about the friends that were with the yes. sufferer yes. who had the ability mm -hmm. to not quit mm -hmm. just because of the obstacles. Amen. How many folk are feeling? Amen. What were the obstacles? People all outside the house. Get to the door, it's jam-packed. Can't get inside. Some folks say, let's turn around and leave. But these four friends said, there's got to be a way to get you to Jesus. Now, next point. There's a lot of things that we can push one another for. But not everything is worth the push. That's right. Thank you. Thank you. There, there are some things that people will push us for, and we need to be wise enough to know whether that's really what God has for us or whether we'll be moving in the wrong direction. These guys were pushing him to Jesus. Amen. Anytime somebody wants to get you to Jesus, there's nothing better in all the world. In fact, the songwriter said, What? Jesus is all the world to me. My friend, my hope, my everything. That's right. They had that kind of attitude about what Jesus could do. And so the obstacles did not stop them. The next thing that was necessary is how do we get beyond the obstacles? Now, I want you to picture this. You're carrying a man who is paralyzed. Mm -hmm. they, they said the palsy, meaning that he couldn't do anything in his body mm -hmm. for himself. Right. And they're carrying him. Now, I don't know about you, but uh, I'm going to make an assumption here. It might not be true in every situation, but it often will be true. And that is, if you're not getting much exercise uh -huh. and you got to eat, what's going to happen to the body? It's going to get heavier uh -huh. and heavier and heavier. Uh -huh. I'm not criticizing, I'm stating what I think should be an obvious fact. If you're not getting exercise, but you are eating, you're going to be heavy. Okay, y'all have to. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. It is a fact. Whether you agree with it or not. That's right. Imagine this. Imagine this. They're carrying him. I I have carried caskets. One of six persons carrying it. And then it wasn't easy. Yes, there's a whole bunch more material because right. it's wooden or steel or whatever and it has a body in it but it's hard and it's awkward yeah. and no matter how much or how strong you think you are 
it still will rock you around yes, sir. and make your legs feel a little weak. But there were only four men carrying this brother. Uh -huh. One on each of the four corners. They can't get in the door. They're trying to figure out how we're going to get into Jesus because we know if we get into Jesus, there's help on the way. Yeah. And they make a decision. We're going to carry him up to the roof. I don't know if y'all are feeling it. Carrying him up the steps because many of the houses in that time, they had rooftop, I'll, I'll call it patios. In the evening, in the cool of the evening, they would go up to rest. So they carried him. But can you imagine? I, I, I've been on the front end, and you're bending your legs, trying to carry someone up, uh, balance. And the people on the back end got to lift it up like this. If you're not careful, and if you don't do it, he's going to slide off. It took persistent faith to be willing to carry their friend up to the rooftop. And then you got to think, why the roof? What you going to do when you get there? Jesus is in the house. But the text said, when they got to the roof, they began to dig. Now, there were different types of roof on houses during that time. And, you know, you might imagine that they're digging with their hands and pulling it out. Uh, some of the roofs had something like planks on the top. They might have had to pull it apart. But I want you to understand that it took a lot of digging. Yeah. Uh -huh. Because you got to imagine a man stretched out. I don't know what his height might have been, but if he was only five foot tall, that's a lot of digging, y'all. Yeah, uh -huh. It's a lot of work, y'all. Oh, yeah. This man must have been important to them. That's right. Their faith yeah. in Jesus to help their friend must have been great. That's yeah. right. To go through everything that they had to go through Amen. to get into Jesus. Yes, sir. Amen. But the Bible says that when they got to the roof, they dug it open. Mm. What am I talking about? Well, it looked impossible. But Muhammad Ali said, impossible is nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. And it's nothing to people who are determined to get the breakthrough. That's right. Amen. I'm Amen. talking to somebody. Amen. You're going through hell in your life right now. Uh -huh. It seems like everything is falling apart. You don't know how you're going to make it. That's right. But somewhere along the line, you've got to stoke the faith. Yeah. Uh -huh. And then, after you stoke it, you got to be obstinate about it. Yeah, you got to be persistent yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah. You got to reach an attitude about what is going to be yeah. done yeah. that says it doesn't matter how hard I refuse to quit. Amen. 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 
The Bible says that they dug through the roof. Yes. And then when they had a big enough opening, and I added that part because it doesn't say had a big enough opening, but they had to get a big enough opening to lower him down. Amen. It says they lowered him into the sanctuary or into the house. I'll call it a sanctuary because Jesus was teaching there. They lowered him in. But I want you to catch the rest of it. They didn't just lower him in. When they lowered him in, they lowered him right in front of the hell. Amen. Sister Jones, you did for some folk this morning what these brothers did for their friend. You said, come and go with me to my father's house where the word of God is being taught. Because I believe that something in the house of God is going to bless your life. You got to be like Sister Jones and every week you got to say to somebody, I want to take you to Jesus. I want you to know where help is of all the things that you've been through. Can nobody do you like Jesus? The text said they lowered him right in front of Jesus. Now, there are, there are many, 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 many points in this text. But if I'm not careful, I'll be preaching until three. So I'm just going to hit one or two more and I'm going to bring it in. <laughs> Jesus discovered something. Because Remember last week how the good church folk, the apostles said, uh, send her away. Yes. They're disturbing us uh-huh. with all of her bathing. Well, there were folk in the house who had gotten close. And now they got somebody coming from the ceiling, descending upon them. And either you stand there and get crushed mm. or you make way yeah. so that he can get mm. to the Savior. Mm-hmm. How many folk are feeling it? Now here's what Jesus learned. He didn't just see a paralytic. Mm. He saw the faith of the friend. Remember I said earlier that although the story seems to be about the paralytic. It's really bigger than that. The story really is about the faith Mm -hmm. of the friend Uh who refused to be stopped by the obstacles that could have made the rest of us give up. But because they persisted, because they refused to get up, they managed to get him right to the place where the help that he needed was available. Thank you, Lord. Now, I can't teach this this morning, but I, I'm, I'm going to tell you the outcome. Jesus looked at the paralytic, saw his condition, recognized the effort that it took of his friends to get him there. Yeah. And he said to him, your sins are forgiven. 
I don't know if you're catching this. I, I don't have time to teach all of this now. Let me tell you something. Many times, the things that are keeping us in bondage, <coughs> not just our thoughts, but our habits. And we're hiding, and we're praying, and we're hoping not for the breakthrough, but that nobody else knows. My God, say that. Nobody sees. Uh -huh. But Jesus, when he looked, he saw the need. Uh -huh. To you and me, it was a paralyzed man. Uh -huh. But Jesus saw what was necessary Thank you, Lord. to set him free. Yeah. Let me tell you something as I get ready to close. I said I can't teach that now. But I want you to remember this. You need to surround yourself with people who will do everything it takes yes. uh -huh. to get you to Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Yes, God. Yes, God. People who are so full of faith yes, that they will not let obstacles mm -hmm. prevent them from getting what they need. Amen. I, I, I'm looking, Amen. and sometimes y'all might not like that I call you out. But I, I'm looking on the bench, and I, I, I know all that Elisa has been through. Yes. And how easy it would be yes. for her to sit back and focus on the struggle and make a decision. Wrap the pillow around her head. Listen to everybody's conversation and go, oh, woe is me. Everything is a mess. I can't be in church on Sunday. But the reality is Somebody got to her uh -huh. and put enough faith in her uh -huh. to help her to realize that of all the choices I have, I do not have a choice yeah. about whether I miss being around the Word of God. It took some friends building up her courage yeah. and her faith, helping her to know I need Jesus more than I need to hear this other conversation. And she can go back to the friends uh -huh. and take them what she got. That's right. Amen. So that they too can get to know Jesus. Amen. Amen. I, I, I'm, I'm getting ready to close, but I want you to know you didn't just happen to get a breakthrough. God positioned some folk around you who had faith enough in Him and love enough for you. Yes. To tell you what you needed to hear. Yes. Even if you didn't like it. Mm -hmm. Even if you didn't agree with it. Yes. They, they, they gave it to you in love. Because they loved you enough. To tell you what you needed. Yes. And then say come on. Mm -hmm. We going. Because yeah. if we don't go. Yeah. You'll never get your breakthrough. Oh, thank you, Lord. I want to yes. see you free. Yes. 
I, I don't know if y'all know, but Jesus said, your sins are forgiven. That set that man free. I, I don't know about you. You might be sitting here today hiding and wondering and praying and hoping that nobody knows. But the reality is if you want freedom, you need the word of God. And you don't come for a preacher to preach a safe, comfortable sermon. Amen. You come Amen. so that you can get the word yes. so that you can be free. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Every now and then I, I, I will see someone and, and, and they'll think that nobody knows and the Holy Spirit will say, ask them a question. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. Jesus. And then they have to make a decision. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. Will I tell them or will I try to act like they didn't see what they obviously are seeing? Mm -hmm. Amen. And there are some folk who when you ask, they start talking but saying nothing. Preach, Pastor. And you can't get a word in. You can't help them. Because they're just talking. Yes, that's right. They got so much to say. Come on. But nothing to give you the break to, to that's right. give you a break in so that you can help them to get a breakthrough. Yes, sir. But every now and then you bump into somebody and you begin talking and asking questions. And they begin letting go. And you didn't say anything else. You just asked the question. And they began to let go. And then when it's all over with, they say, man, I love hanging out with you. You're a good conversationalist. <laughs> but you really only asked one question. <laughs> but they got honest. And as they spoke, they got their breakthrough. The recognition, the realization, the reality. And things then began changing. Yeah. And sometimes we think that all we are supposed to do is talk. When in reality, we should be These friends saw their friends need. Yeah. They let nothing stop them. And as I'm closing, I want to tell you, God's got a breakthrough awaiting you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I'm going to share one more testimony. Because this is going to bless somebody. Most of you who are on our Bible study lines on Monday and Tuesday know that Pastor Hayes has been going through cancer treatment. Pastor Hayes gave a testimony a number of weeks ago. Mm -hmm. He said, years ago, I got a diagnosis <laughs> for two life-threatening diseases. One was diabetes, and the other was cancer. Mm -hmm. And they told me that the cancer was evident, but it wasn't growing, yeah. and they didn't know if it would ever be posed a threat to my life. But I needed to be aware of it. Uh -huh. And they were going to check it periodically to make sure that it, 
did not begin to threaten my life. He said, but they told me that being a diabetic is a threat to me every day. And he said, I made a decision about the fact that I had to change my lifestyle. And he said, I began to exercise and I began to change my diet. And I'll never forget, my wife and I took him out to dinner. And we took him to a restaurant that we liked. And I sat there for a moment a little disappointed because it was so many delicious things on the menu. <coughs> and the brother sat there and looked at the menu and ordered stuff that I'm going, and you just preached. I know you got to read fuel yourself. I know you got to eat more than what you're, but the restaurant we took him to was not a restaurant that had the kind of food that was going to help him to continue to live healthy as a diabetic. Uh -huh. He quickly recognized it on the menu. Excuse me, so he refused. And I was initially offended. But later when I talked to him, he said, Pastor Rich, let me tell you, I got to be committed. Yes. Because God told me I have plenty to do. Yes. And I have a testimony that he wants to give. Yes. And in order for me to be able to give the testimony, I've got to live faithfully to the direction that God has given me. Yes, sir. When that cancer rose up, he said to us on the line, he said, look, I want you to understand while I was taking care of the diabetes, I was not doing everything I needed to do about the cancer. Mm -hmm. And so now it began to grow. I need cancer treatment. Come on, come on, but he said the cancer now is gone. And he said, I've made a decision that I'm not going to live halfway. I'm doing good with the diabetes. I'm going to do good with the diabetes and the cancer. Thank you, Lord. And he said that his doctor was a Christian who challenged him to do the right thing. Let me tell you, as I'm closing, you need a friend. Amen. That's willing to tell you what you need to hear. That's right. Amen. Whether you want to hear it or not. And, and sometimes we don't have open or teachable spirits. Because we're so determined to do it our way. That we uh, do it our way. And then say God heal me. And God is saying I've been trying all along. But you're still doing it your way. You need a friend like this brother had. I don't know why that man was paralyzed. I'm not convicting him for his condition, but I'm telling you, surround yourself with folks yeah. who will push you, Thank you Lord. Amen. to do what is right Amen. rather than go along with you when you're doing what is wrong. Amen. Anybody hearing me? The story seems to be about a paralytic. But it's really about the friends That's and about Jesus. Those guys were persistent. They refused to give up. And when they got into Jesus, 
he got his breakthrough. Amen. I don't know, did anybody come in here today looking for a breakthrough? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I might not have preached a comfortable message, but I'm telling you, there are people that God will put in your life so that they can help you get what you need. Amen. Even if it's not what you want. Thank you, Lord. God heals, but then we got to do our part. Thank you, Lord. That's right. Amen. 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 He said, Son, your sins are forgiven. Yes, sir. In other words, whatever it was, mm. don't continue. Amen. I've given you your breakthrough. Amen. Somebody ought to shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory. God bless your name. Thank you, Lord. I, I, I'm, I'm closing right there. Thank you, Lord. That word should bless yes. somebody's life. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And I pray that it is yours. When I preach, I, I've said this many times, you are like a fly on the wall. <laughs> Because every preacher is challenged by God to preach what they need and you get the benefit of it. God's been challenging me over some things. You see me laughing? Y'all laughing? He's been challenging me over some things. I'm not by myself. Even if I, even if I was by myself, I'm hearing. And I got to do better. I got to do better. I, I, I stepped on the scale the other day and it said 225. And that didn't make sense. 210 is where I should be. 225 means, I told y'all last week I was 10 pounds over. And a week later, I'm 15 pounds old. <laughs> I don't eat ice cream. I don't eat ice cream. But I do eat a lot of popcorn. I eat too much popcorn. Let, 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 me, let me bring it in. Thank you for reminding me that popcorn could be part of the problem. I need friends that tell me that from time to time. Corn is filled with sugar. It is. And I'm addicted to popcorn. I drink plenty of water. I drink plenty of water. I drink plenty of water. But I still include some things that don't need to be a part of my regular diet. I didn't say I can't do it every now and then. That's right. Yeah, that's how you do it. But, but not every day. No. And I eat popcorn every day. Tell your wife you hide the popcorn. Say it again. Yeah, hide it. Hide it. Hide it. I had a family member that had an addiction. And they were living with us briefly. And so we would hide the things that we knew were part of their addiction. And when time came and they were and they moved on 
and we were cleaning up the room and getting things together. If somebody wants what they want, you can hide it all you They're going to find a way. We discovered things in that room that we could not have imagined they had in that room. And they were in little places that we wouldn't have thought to look. I'm going to have to do more than have you hide the popcorn from me. I'm going to need to make a decision. That's right. Amen. And then stay committed to it. Yes, sir. Right. Sounds like you just made a decision today. That's right. Yes, sir. Yeah. Sounds to me. Sounds like I got a friend back there <laughs> that's willing to tell me what I need to hear. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. And that's what we need, friends. Yes, sir. That's right. That's right. You guys were like the four men to me just now. I confess a problem, and you offered help, and, and it's going to take each of you checking in on me from time to time to see how I'm doing with my popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We got popcorn. Addiction. Uh, amen. amen. Now I want you to know that you gotta look because I might say I'm doing okay but if I had it five times that week that's an improvement over what I was doing but that might not be good enough. Y'all hear what I'm saying? Yeah. I, you know, I'm saying this with a smile and kind of joking, but we need friends like y'all. Right. And we need to be friends one to another. Right. And we need to get each other to where the help is. And the help is always with Jesus. Thank you, Lord. And so I encourage you, no matter what you see somebody going through, Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. Yes. All hope, Amen. all help is in him. Amen. Do what you got to do, but get them to Jesus. Amen. 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 We're going to close right there. I know that's not a normal closing, but we're going to open the doors of the church now.